conversation Conversation Hi guys and welcome to episode number 38 of the greatest podcast you never knew you wanted to listen to, Conversation Vacant, and we're back! After a long hiatus due to some, um, let's say, illness problems, not my illness problems, but the world's illness problems, uh, we've returned. Uh, I got to sit down uh, a couple of days ago with some uh, good friends of mine and we spent a good couple of hours putting the world to rights. So uh, so I've got uh, a few parts coming up for you, so hopefully we'll get back into the swing of things and you'll enjoy it. But how the hell are you all? I hope you're all keeping safe. I'm trying to keep safe too. And uh, yeah, so it's all uh, it's all groovy. And I hope you keep... You've been downloading loads uh, of the podcast, so I hope you keep at it and I hope you're all enjoying this, uh, enjoying the show and you'll enjoy these new ones. Um, we'll keep going for as long as I possibly can. Okay, cool. So, uh, yeah, without further ado, I hope you enjoy the uh, the podcasts that are coming up and uh, the chats that we're having. It starts off quite tamely, but by the end, I think we start putting the world to rights a bit. I think we start... Uh, Again, a bit, a little bit argumentative, but it's good fun. It's all in good fun and good jest. Um, just before I go, before I get on with it, guys, if you're uh, if you're looking for masks, I uh, I know this great place where you can get some nice masks. Obviously, we're all looking for face masks, but if you're looking, for, you should be looking for ones that you can uh, that you can wash and reuse rather than those disposable ones because they're not good for the environment, are they? So, um, if you go over to pickletink at etsy.com. Actually, it's pickletink.etsy.com, so that's P-I-C-K-L-E-T-I-N-K dot E-T-S-Y dot C-O-M. Then uh, you'll get all your good masks. It's a great place to go. I've got several masks from there, and they're brilliant. So, uh, yeah, have a look at that, and uh, have a listen to this, and I uh, hope you enjoy yourselves. Okay, guys, enjoy. <laughs> That's not what's happened, is it? No. Someone Sorry, I shouldn't even be stage, here. St- someone's got, not stage fright. Like, what is the it opposite. when they... The opposite of go, stage fright. What is, it, uh, what is it when people get really massively overexcited when they're on stage? Um, overexcitement. Over exuberance. I've been on stage with Cotton Eye Joe. Shut yeah. up, look. So have you? you? Know, look. Oh, yeah. Now. Uh, I on. took my moment. Oh, hang I on think, a second. What, Do you mean the band that did Cotton Eye Joe? Did what? That did Cotton Eye Joe. Yeah. yeah, the actual band. Rednecks. Yeah. yeah. You've been on stage with Rednecks. Yeah, at university. We, we well, that's a claim to fame. Perhaps segue on the podcast. Perhaps you should hear the story about what no, happened. No, no. Well, we are doing the podcast, yeah. so... Joined the, no, uh, we'll probably be arrested or something. Cotton Eye Joe on stage. Yeah. Biggest moment of my life. Wow, that was cool. Mm. I did the sound for Wheatus. Ooh. Twice. Mm-hmm. There you go. Wheaters. Yeah, Wheaters. Don't you remember them, Tom? No. Did a song called Teenage Dirtbag. Yes. Yeah, I do. Baby. (laughs) Good. Good. Good lads. Good lads. Well, seeing as we we started talking about music, let's talk about music. 
I have music, you see. Excellent. You thought we were going to talk about gardening, didn't you? Well, I don't mind talking about anything. Well, we're going to talk I, about... I, I, as you know, I'm not at all interested in music, so it's going to be like a hard... You are absolutely interested in music. It's going to be a hard slog. As I'm sat anything. in front of boxes of CDs. Yes. It's going to be very hard for me to find anything exciting to talk about music. Grebo. Grebo. Music. Yes. Grebo music. Grebo music. See, Claire's happy about now, that. Now, I've got a really big problem with that. Why? Because I've got a problem with that as a definition. He doesn't think it's Grebo. Well, I know it's Grebo, but I think that's a Midland stroke Northern description. Well, it's actually a short-lived, a short-lived sub-genre, genre, easy for me to say, of alternative rock, actually. Mm. See, that's what I think mm. it is. You see, so, I... And I don't think it's Northern at all. Oh. But, w- so... Uh, Popolite itself famously had the song Grebo, I Think I Love You. Maybe that was what it was called. That is correct, yeah. Grebo, I Think I Love You. Um, that is that is the only reference to Grebo that I ever had, apart from I thought someone like Zodiac Mind Warp were Grebo. No, you see, Carter used the term Grebo in Only Living Boy in New Cross. But they weren't Grebo. They were Grebo. Uh, Carter weren't Grebo. They were. I have it on a list here. No, Carter were indie. I have it on a list here. They were definitely indie. Where did you get that list from? They okay. were indie all... This list is from the from Wikipedia, well, it's, so you know it's true. That must be right, right then. Yeah, who wrote it? Influential bands of the scene were Pop Will Eat Itself, the, P-W- one, the, one, the Wonder just, Stuff. Can I just do P-W-E-I? Okay, P-W-E-I, yeah. Yes, that's what you've got. Okay. One of their... Sorry. got to do that. Uh, the Wonder Stuff. Ned's Atomic Dustbin, along with Carter like Carti USM, yeah. Crazy Head, The Bomb Party, The Hunters Club, Scum Pups. Do you remember Scum Pups? I don't remember any of those after. You don't remember Scum Pups? After Pop Will Eat Itself. Uh, gay Bikers on Acid. Well, you always oh, talk about yeah, them. I've you seen always gay talk about Well, you've seen most of those bands. I haven't. Have you not? No. No. I'm not sure whether I've seen... I think I've seen Ned's uh, Kill Your Television, but I don't like... I'd never liked Ned's very much. Uh, I've saw The Wonder Stuff quite a few times. Now, I'd love to have seen The Wonder Stuff. Would you like to hear a story about The Wonder Stuff? Yes, I would. <laughs> See, this is podcasting. This podcast gold. Yeah. So, um, I, I I probably shouldn't name the, the band I, I, I saw when I located this was going to happen, but I think I was at the Marquee Club. Yeah, uh, in Wardorf, uh, Wardorf, uh, Wardorf Road, no Street, uh, Wardorf Street, Wardorf Street, Wardorf Street. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 the second, the second marquee club, and uh, I think we were watching the Mission, right? And it was maybe the Mission's secret fan club gig. This is probably this is not putting me in a good light already, right. and I noticed on a poster that there was an adver- advertisement for the 10-legged groove machine. Right. And I said to my friend Jason, I said, uh, the Wonder Stuff were album was called The Eight-Legged Groove Machine, right. and they've just taken on a violin player. So that must be mean that that That's is the, the Wonder, Wonder Stuff. Stuff. Oh, there you go. So we went and bought tickets and saw them in the Marquee Club when they were selling out much bigger venues. A really good gig. But they were really good because that was the period of time when they were doing um, all the stuff with violins and stuff. So it was a bit folky. They had a sort of folky edge to them. Like, you mean, yeah. Welcome, like, and, welcome and, to the cheap seats kind of thing. Yeah. Well, no, earlier than that, really. Uh, Circle Square. Is it Circle Square? Circle. Don't let me down gently. That's yeah, hup, sort of between between uh, eight-legged groove machine and hub. I think that's the period. 
Um, and mm-hmm. another thing was that there was an excellent band that supported them called Spirit of the West, who did a very good song which was called what which was called Political, which was like a hit almost. Almost a hit. Almost a hit. Very good song. Check it out. Excellent. And there you go. You see, they, I had they a, disappeared um, into obscurity. Uh, the I once borrowed a, um, a a video, a VHS from a friend of mine, which was the Wonderstuff live at the Phoenix Festival, which was very good. And where, they got Vic Reeves on stage. With where them, was Steve the Phoenix Dizzy. Festival? It was um, mid nineties. Where? Hang on, I'll have a look. The joys of the internet. Um, just chat amongst yourselves. Uh, yeah, you, Claire, I, I you're being think very loud. I think yeah, you. I think you that know. you. I think that you were a wonder stuff sort of aficionado before I after I was because I think you caught look because I was off the wonder stuff by the time Vic Reeves and Dizzy and things. Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't ever say I was ever a, an an aficionado of uh, the wonder stuff. I just like some of their stuff. It's like, I like a lot of bands, you know. I like a lot of, I like Delamitri stuff, but I don't like, I wouldn't say I'm a Delamitri fan. I wouldn't say I'm a Wonderstuff fan. I just like a lot of their songs. I probably was a Wonderstuff fan, along with a lot of other bands at that time. Uh, There you go. Uh, Long Marston Airfield near Stratford-upon-Avon. Yeah, that's a bit of a random one. Set up by John Vincent Power. And the, of the Mean Fiddler Music Group. Ah, yeah. Mean Fiddler, very nice venue that I've only ever been to about once. And it, um, it, I know, I know that it, it finished in like the late 90s, uh, the Phoenix Festival, and the last headliner was the Lightning Seat, I believe. Wow. There you go. Yeah. I remember when that stopped happening. Um, now, would uh, you like, would, can we, can we hear segue into discussing strange, uh, Places for festivals. Yeah, go on. Um, because I uh, I remember going to Slough Festival, which is not something that you'd ever imagine that it'd be a festival in Slough. No. And I, I, another one came to mind there, and I completely forgot. Camber Sands. Yeah, that's quite well known at all tomorrow's parties. Is it's it? quite big. Yeah, that went on for years and years. But uh, Slough Festival, I think, it just happened once. Oh. Preston Free Festival with uh, well it would have to be free if it's in <laughs> Preston um, headline uh, Levitation headlined wow yeah um, I can't remember who else was playing but so the Slough Festival was an amazing lineup. I think it was um, um, I, I can't remember in order but I think the Fall played right um, the Utah Saints played I've seen the Utah Saints live Slow Dive right who were excellent and I think Ride but I might be wrong. Perhaps we need to look that up to check that my memory is correct. But some certainly, uh, I remember Slow Dive played because Slow Dive were another one of my very favourites, and they're in a genre, of course, of uh, what do they call it, uh, shoegaze, shoegaze. Shoes out of where you stare at your shoes. Yeah. Uh, Why would you do that? Uh, I don't know the bands. I mean, that's the bands very similar to the dancing that they used to do. Everybody used to do on top of the pops in the eighties. Oh right. Is the kind of stare at your shoes dancing? I think the bands were sh- didn't like. In, they were sort of shy and retiring, so they didn't like staring at the audience. So they would. They were. They were. Known as shoe so games. it was Slough Festival. Slough Festival. Yeah. What? What year? Can you remember? Well, there was there more than one year. Well, there's, it's in its eighth year, Slough Arts Festival, isn't it? No, so this is Slough Music Festival. Oh, there you go. Festival. Slough Music Festival, 1991. Whoa, there we go. Uh, and it was... 
Let me have a look, see if there's a, any images of the lineup. Oh, isn't Google an amazing thing? Ride, Curve, Slow Dive, The Mock Turtles. Oh my god. Uh, Yard Stare. Don't remember them. Rat Cat. <laughs> wow, slow to one. Soul Family Sensation. I don't remember it being that many bands. Revolver. On. Were the Utah Saints on? The Utah Saints weren't on. Doesn't say here anyway. That's what. Oh, hang on, Slough Festival '92. Yeah. What was Jesus it? Jones, The Fall. That's it. Fall. Utah Saints. There yes. you go. And who else? Uh, sen- sensitize. Eat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Eat was there. Silverfish. Oh my God! I didn't even know that. S- I'd senseless seen. things. Yeah, but you were probably mashed up. Did you not buy some T-shirts, Tom? No. No. And senseless things. I don't remember senseless things being there. Now there's another subgenre. Surely I don't. I don't know how you'd class Mega City Four and the Senseless Things. More like sort of um, indie punk. Indie punk. Indie punk. I don't know. Genre. I don't know whether they were though. But they were both most excellent bands of their time, and we saw them on countless occasions. You see, this is the thing. I I have always maintained that there are so many great bands from that period, like late eighties to early nineties period, that get so overlooked because of the music that came before and after it yeah i mean another band that were excellent in that lineup but eat i mean eat yeah. is stunning like absolutely stunning their album is amazing i think i think it's called Fucond, isn't it which is an excellent name for an album as well brilliant yeah see and you didn't think you'd have anything to talk about tom well you know reminiscing about He's just getting warmed up we are music yeah. now i have this thing you see where i what about sputnik what were they called Sputnik 3, no, what were they called? Um, there was Spaceman 3. No. Um, who were the lot who were really Do you remember Alien Sex Fiend? That, no. Who were the ones that were really awful that were like that? <laughs> <laughs> Alien Sex Fiend weren't great. Sorry to anyone from Alien Sex Fiend who's listening. I don't think no I know. No one from Alien Sex You see, Alien Sex Fiend are, of course, goth. Yeah. Well, they were crap, actually. <laughs> Sputnik 1? No, Sputnik... No, oh, who was... On, Zed, Zig, 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 uh, Zig, 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 Zig Sputnik. Sputnik. That's yeah. it, yeah. Now, they were Grebo, surely. Uh, not according to the uh, insightful uh, official, Wikipedia yeah. page that I downloaded earlier. But I, I don't agree with Grebo anyway. Uh, what, what is there any connection there with Rockabilly? Um... No. No cramps, guanabats, anything The word Grebo was originally used as a slang term for bikers and rock music fans with long hair. The word was refashioned by the group Pop Will Eat Itself that represented a brand of United Kingdom subculture of the late 1980s and early 1990s, largely based in the English Midlands. Wow. The scene particularly centred in Birmingham. So it's from the Midlands. Yeah, you said Midlands. Yeah, I guess you're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Short-lived. But we great. We used to shout Grebo down the street when we were in Nottingham. Grebo. 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 Yeah. You see, I'm not I'm, sure why. Yeah. You see, I'm, I'm, I still have issues with the concept. But there you go. What about hyperpunk? The classification. You know, hyperpunk. Who was it? Who? Who are hyperpunk bands? Ned, Ned's Atomic Dustbin. Ned focused Again. more on the hyperpunk aspect of the movement. Kill your television. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, it's, it's more of a culture rather than a, uh, uh, yeah, 
genre? More than a genre, thank you, a genre. Because, because there's several different varieties of it. According to this, because you've got gay bikers on acid use the hip-hop and dance beats considered as a major but, innovation but, 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 of 80s alternative rock. But I reckon gay bikers on acid were almost avant-garde because I, I saw... I'm them, not sure you can use avant-garde as a musical reference. Because I, I saw them support Motorhead, of, course, of I, course. I did a gig for Motorhead. Well, well I did a, a setup for Motorhead. It was the loudest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, you, you couldn't hear for days after it was that. No the, the, no, the hearing problem was Metallica at the Hammersmith Odeon. Mm. Like, we, were in, we were in Rock City in Nottingham, which is what, 300-person <gasps> venue? Yeah, we, we went there. Been there. Yeah. It's great. Well, we Prince Billy there, didn't we? Well, I used to do fit-ups for bands there, and, Ro- and Motorhead was one of them. And uh, they made us put the full arena system in. Yeah, well, I think that's so what we Metallica had to take, did. We had to take bits out of the roof to fill, wow. build the speaker sacks. It was so loud. Yeah. You just... Oh, it was horrible. I saw that's where I saw the Utah Saints. Utah. They were sporting feeder, weirdly. I never saw feeder, I don't think. Never but then I, I didn't think I'd ever seen Eat or any of those other bands. Well, apparently you have. But apparently <laughs> I have, yeah. <laughs> it was one of those things where I was going, I wish I'd, I really wish I'd seen Eat. And I really sl- wish I'd seen Slow dive on there. Well, slow dive on that. Um, it didn't say. Weird. Um, I really wish I'd seen Carter. You saw Carter, and I really saw saw Carter on and absolutely numerous on? occasions. What would you? What would you? What would you say the Inspiral Carpets were? They were mank. The part they of Manchester mank, so they scene. Were, yeah. So what was Manchester scene then, though? Because Manchester, because it obviously all became Manche- Britpop. Man- but what for, was no Manchester? Manchester, Manchester original Manchester scene was, was baggy. Was it baggy? Yeah, baggy. It, literally anything after Joy Division was Excellent Manchester band. scene. Excellent band, yeah. yeah um, but new, yeah, and and you and it was the the inspiral it, it, the insipid crap rats, um, <laughs> as they were known, um, which I never thought they were. I thought they're excellent inspiral carpets, yeah. and um, and of course Stone Roses and stuff like that was coming in that Stone time. Roses, Smiths, no, because it's no, because you'd have to inspiral carpets and Stone Roses and stuff like that were starting to bridge that what we would call at that time indie dance. So you're talking like Happy Mondays? Yeah, it, well, it went in. Yeah, that was where it went into in the end, and that was. Uh, and I mean, bands like Jesus Jones and stuff had that kind of slight dance. There was a dance thing, and then also you'd throw in in that indie dance thing is throwing stuff like um, the Shaman and um, oh, stereo like MCs. Probably not the stereo MCs. Oh come on, that's cool the, enough to you, be in there. They were cool. They, they were, were charting. They weren't cool. But. The Shaman was number one. Yeah, yeah, but the Shaman were cool. Well, that's true. I mean, Ebenezer Good is a great song. Great. No, but the, we, this was this was like uh, uh, Progen and uh, Moving right. Mountains and stuff uh, like that. Slow Dive earlier. was it? Are you sure you didn't go to Slow Music Festival twice? I don't think I did. Because Slow Dive was in 91, but the Jesus Jones Fall Utah Saints was 92. Perhaps we did. I, I only thought we went once. Well, I mean, I mean, if we're going to... If, if we're going to... Um, if we're going to continue this podcast at some point, what will happen is I will go and dig through all my tickets and right. uh, lineups of all the gigs Do that I went that? to, and then that would be really boring. Well, that'd be exciting. You I could like get them. your t-shirts out of the. I could get my t-shirts worth out. Worth about a thousand th- pounds a t-shirt. I've got a, like I've got a Happy Mondays at the Manchester GMX t-shirt from nineteen ninety-one, which I wasn't at. No, well, the one that my T-shirt that we think is worth money is from um, 
Metallica's first UK tour, which was when they played Castle Donington. One of my mates went there and bought me the Metallica T-shirt. Nice. And, and in theory, that's raising towards a £1,000 on eBay. Cool. Uh, and, and in fact, I've not seen one with the same dates as the one I've got on it. But the rest of my t-shirts probably worth it and put the nothing. money towards some central heating. Oh, a good idea. <laughs> yeah. I um, this is like middle-aged people talking about indie, mm, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's good. This is what people will. This is what people will download, especially the ones in America who have no idea what we're talking about. Well, if, hopefully they, Surely hopefully they, they could go out and. I don't think and, they'd know about gay bikers on acid and Jesus Motorhead. Jones. And, but, oh, no, Motorhead, and but as, like I, as I've said to you, Ian, like gay bikers on acid were great, but their their shadow, uh, their shadow alter egos of. Uh, lesbian dopeheads on mopeds is probably one of my <laughs> favourites, uh, and that 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 was really good. I tell you, I tell you, when I think about when I think about gay bikers on acid, I always think about butthole surfers, yeah, mm. because they're similar. I felt because because Gibby Haynes from Butthole Service used to do that thing of, I think it's Gibby Haynes. You see that thing of singing through a megaphone, and when I saw gay bikers on acid, they did a lot of that. Yeah. Which actually doesn't help for audio quality singing through a megaphone into no, a, into no but a those microphone. kinds of gigs, those kinds of gigs, yeah. I don't think we're all about audio quality. To be don't fair, don't think they were. No, gig, this gig sound. We could discuss gig sound at length because that's something that's massively improved yeah. over the past twenty years, from well, appalling to well, you amazing. See, you see, I, I, I might, I might disagree with that a little. Really? Oh. Yeah, because unfortunately, while the sound and the quality um, has improved, the buildings have got bigger, and thus. It's more difficult to make it a good uh, sound. Sound good. I've never been to the O2 yet and not heard and heard a decent sound because it's such a vast space. Nick Cave, Nick, and Cave. The, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Oh, I'd love to see Nick Cave. His Murder Ballads album is one of the best albums so I've ever heard. Good. Uh, there's, but there's lots of really good albums by Nick Cave. Well, there but are, but his Murder Ballads. In the O2, we were quite far away from the front, weren't we? We were in the seats, and it was like we were standing next to him. It was really good, and it's better. And and to con- completely contradict you, it's it's the sound was a, a country mile away from how bad it was at the Town and Country Club when I saw him, uh, which was absolutely appalling. He, the band were appalling. He was appalling. The sound was appalling. We saw him recently. The band was excellent. He was excellent. Okay, yeah, but he's a, he's a really good excellent. performer as well now, well, isn't he? Excellent. Performer, I stand corrected yeah. then. But you, you know, you might be right. The th- I tell you, I'm what, not. I tell that. You what, I'm probably not right. I, tell you <laughs> honest, I mean, I saw I saw corn at the O2, and it was brilliant. So I, I saw I saw um, I I, th- I think outdoor gigs are just a much better because like when we because we went yeah. to Reading Festival year on year for about five years, and the sound was always dreadful. And then you go to something like the Fleur or 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 some like newer outdoor like recent outdoor concert and the sound's just fantastic oh black deer we went to mm, that was the really sound good. was just stunning wasn't it yeah. every and everyone was and also the mixing was so much better do you know, mixing used you know to be my terrible. issue was i mean we went to uh, pub in the park last year which i know was just pub in the park and but it had like the blue tones were playing and various other people um but what i find i have an issue with and also indoor gigs a lot these days is for some reason the the front of house mixer whatever he wants to be called, feels the need to turn the kick drum up really mm. loud. So all you get is mm. kicking you. in, the, And it's just not necessary. No. I just don't find it necessary. It overpowers everything else. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah, I, I haven't noticed, I haven't noticed and I that. Do, I do that kind of thing for a living, you know. Yeah. So... 
But I, I mean, I, I, of course, I have been known in small venues to go up to the sound, re- the sound, the sound desk and tell them what to do. He's done that a lot. I've done that quite a few times. But the, but the only to my, to my only credit is that the sound has massively improved mm-hmm. once the guy has uh, has changed the mix from what it was three nights ago to what it's actually because like in venues, like what you do know, you, um, what do you say to these people when you go up to them? I say the vocals are too quiet. The guitar's too loud, and you can't hear the bass. Oh, that's all right. I mean, that's not wanky. I got, I once got a guy come up to me, um, and he said, uh, "Excuse me, mate, uh, you need to turn the two K down. Uh, no, you need to turn the two K up in your system." That's nice. And I said, "Excuse me," he said, "You need to turn the two K up in your system." I know. I come to this place a lot, Excellent. and I was like, "Right." So okay. So have you? So you? you, do you he you do? wanted to know. Nothing. He, he wanted to anything. change the EQs, did he? On yeah, the, on the system. Excellent. And then didn't I didn't do anything. And of course, naturally, at the end of the show, he came. He came back and said it sounded great. Yeah, because that's what yeah. DFA. That's what we do. We we, we tweak the DFA, mm-hmm. which you know what it stands <laughs> for, right? So, come on, Tom. Yeah. 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 I do. Uh, there is or the, the SCP. There's well. the um at uh. At college, at the college where I teach, the um, of course, because you're a professor, Tom. I've got to say that. Not actually a professor. No, you've got you've got to have a PhD He's an and academic. be given, He's an academic. given that that title. So I'm not definitely not a professor. Um, but they've got a box, and that's uh, that's got a, a lighted uh, a LED that lights, and then you press it, and uh, it does absolutely nothing. But if you've got people in the studio who don't know don't know what they're doing, you just go, oh, I'll just improve the sound, just press that. Yeah. Yeah, sound improvement. Sound improvement. Yeah. Sound improvement box. We 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 often say oh, we'll get the SEP on it, which is somebody else's problem. Oh, yeah. So, because you know people are stupid and don't know what they're talking about. Anyway, moving on. That's why we're here. We're digressing. Talking. Yeah. Not at all. Moving on. I have this thing where um, you'll say something randomly, and I'll say that'll make a good band name or that'll make a good album. Yeah, you know yeah. that. So I've got a list here of funny band names. See what you think. So I haven't written these. I just downloaded it. So there are these are real bands as well. These are real bands. Real bands. Is there a prize if any of us have been to see them? What? Well, yeah, you're more likely to have. But yeah, uh, actually, there's one there that I think I might have seen. Anyway, Mayhem Lettuce. Have you ever seen Mayhem Lettuce? They sound like a psychedelic dance band. Okay. Like Magic Mushroom Band. Magic Mushroom Band. I like that. Is that actually a band name? Yeah, Magic Mushroom Band. They were the, and they uh, they and they had a side project called Astralasia, which was amazing. It's ambient psychedelia. Uh, they're they're Is like, that like the Orb. No, they're well, they're like Osric Tentacles. Right. Um, and I've seen Magic Mushroom Band live. They're very. We good. know the guy from Osric Tentacles, don't we? Sort of. Sort of. Wait, uh, he, well, he's 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 a mixes sound live sound. Mm-hmm. Here we go. There you go. comes down a massive circle. Exactly. Life does. Tubular balls, speaking of a massive circle. Yeah. No. <laughs> that's odd, isn't it? Yeah. Made up. It's not made up. Well, obviously, it's all band names are made up. I was wanting a band but called that, that, Gary Glitter's but, Hard Drive. But but tubular balls must be must be a, uh, a um, Mike Oldfield. Yes, uh, tubular bells. Yeah, I, mean, I can see that, yeah. Mike Oldfield covers band. Come Christ. <laughs> that sounds like... That sounds like um, Death metal band, the wonderful, surely. Oh, who who are they called? The, the that wonderful sort of English death metal band, Cradle of Filth. Yeah, oh, I've met Danny from Cradle of Filth. 
Oh yeah, and what a very, Where did you meet? very, Where did you very meet lovely him, chap Tom? he was as well. Really, most of them are really, really nice. We saw Absol- we saw Crowbar, and they're really nice guys. Yeah, uh, like it, it, he's literally a completely different to what you'd expect him to be. Yeah, has he got a very quiet voice? He's quite quiet. He's quite small, and mm-hmm. he was discussing going round for dinner uh, at his at his girlfriend's mum's house and having spaghetti bolognese. Nice. It was rock and roll. Mm. Sound rock and roll. Sounds rock and roll. We are. What? How did I meet him? We were in a studio in London uh, with a photographer, and he was photographing that one of their album covers. Excellent. Mm. That's how I met him. I just dropped him for the day to see what was going on. There you go. Uh, My white bread mum. Anyway, lemon jelly. You know lemon jelly. I know lemon jelly. I don't know lemon jelly. You don't know lemon jelly? No. Uh, now, oh no. Yeah, I know lemon jelly. Late 80s. It's a song you haven't heard for ages, but realize it's such a great song. Bit. Well, I hope you enjoyed that one, guys. I, uh, I quite like that one. That was a good little conversation about uh, a music genre that you probably would never, a lot of you would never have heard of before, but uh, it's, it's good fun with some good stories. So, uh, yeah, uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, as for songs, let's have a think of a song. Oh, I know, I heard one the other day. Uh, it's uh, More Than a Feeling by Boston. So hop on over to YouTube or wherever you get your music. And uh, have a listen to that, and uh, I hope you enjoyed yourselves, and hopefully you'll uh, tune in next time, and and yeah, get on the Twitter and give us a bit of review on the old, um, on the old um, podcasts, Apple, iTunes, that's what it's called, iTunes. I uh, hope you enjoyed it, and I'll see you guys next time. Cheers. Bye. <laughs>